0: You know, you really work hard for the money that you earn, and if you're like me, when you have an opportunity to spend that money, you'd prefer to spend it on things that are made here in America, made by people who hold your same values. It's not just patriotic, it's a quality thing, and traditionally, things that are made here in America last longer, work better, set the standard for the rest of the world. That's one of the reasons I love partnering with a company like Grip6. This is, a, this is a startup company, Grip6. They started making wallets and then belts and wanted to make everything themselves in America and using all American sources. If you buy their socks, for instance, everything comes from America. You're going to an American farm, they're growing the right kind of sheep. And then you cut that by Americans and you have it manufactured and washed and processed by Americans. And then another American company weaves it into socks. It's an American business owner. We have to really take care of those who have accepted the risk that comes along with only using American made products and American labor. Check out GRIP6 today, grip6.com. Do it now, grip6.com slash Beck. Make sure you use the slash Beck and save, grip6.com slash Beck. to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn Beck program hello america there's a lot going on in the world but there's also a a lot that we can learn from social culture barbie the barbie movie is out and it broke all kinds of records oppenheimer didn't do as well, but still broke way past their expectations as a film. And remember, it's the longest, heaviest IMAX film ever made. The film itself weighs 600 pounds. So it's kind of a weighty movie and uh, can't keep filling them uh, the theaters up over and over again as fast as you can for things like Barbie. But I want to show you some things that we should learn from this in 60 seconds. Stand by. First, let me tell you about our sponsor, This Half Hour. Our sponsor is Relief Factor. Dealing with aches and pains in your everyday life can be so exhausting. Believe me, I, uh, I think of all of the things that I could barely do just a few years ago and before I was introduced to Relief Factor. I'm sitting here in my studio up at the Standing Rock Ranch and where you can't really see in the background is my art studio up here. And yesterday I spent the day painting and uh, I couldn't have done that before. Not without relief factor. There is a solution to your pain. Please just try it. Try the three-week quick start. It doesn't work for everybody. But after three weeks, you'll know if it works for you. And if it doesn't, stop taking it. But 70% of the people try it and they go on to order more. Three week quick start, 1995. ReliefFactor.com. It's not a drug, so it's not going to whack you out. 800 for relief. 800, the number four relief. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four relief. Feel the difference. Alrighty. righty. So let's start with the movie Oppenheimer. And. And some of the things that will bring it to life if you happen to be um at the museum when we took it on the road here recently and by the way i'm uh, having meetings hopefully next month with uh, some companies that will help us take it on the road all next year so it can be seen all over the country it is truly remarkable and i want to just show you uh, this was just one small section uh of the world war ii section and it it revolves around everything that oppenheimer did um when we dropped the bomb uh we had no idea what it was going to do we have now in the collection and this was just um purchased so we don't have the physical object with me and i can't give you the the full um I can't read you the whole thing uh, because I don't have it yet, but it was a a letter uh, to his mom and dad. Uh, He was the co-pilot of Enola Gay. He also was asked to keep a calendar, you know, a a TikTok, if you will, minute by minute, what was happening. And I've read the original and it is unbelievable, but let me give you the summary of it here because I don't have the original. Briefing at 2400, eating at 0030. Mom and Dad. We started engines at 0227. We taxied out and took off at 0235. We then got off the ground at exactly 245. At the last minute before takeoff, our cruising altitude had been changed, which means possibly a rougher trip. Starting out as an uneventful flight, he then continues to record as the bomb technicians make the final adjustments to the bombs at 0320 items one through 11 were completed by Captain Parsons. In an echo of his hope to fly the mission and his resentment at being relegated to co-pilot, he says Colonel Tibbets has been hard at work with the usual tasks that belong to the pilot of a B-29. As the hours count down, he begins to write and now everything is in the dark. There is there are no lights inside the B-29. They don't want any indication that this plane is up. He begins to write everything in the dark and you can see sometimes his handwriting is very slanted and goes into other lines by zero 05 uh, by 0552. It's beginning to be real light outside. Then, climbing to 9,000 feet. We'll stay here until we're about an hour away from the Empire. Then, the bomber makes a rendezvous with two other B-29s equipped with observation and photographic gear. Together, the three aircraft climb to an altitude of 30,000 feet. Everyone will be relieved when we have left our bomb and get halfway home. Better yet, all the way home. At 0730, he writes, we are loaded. The bomb is now alive. It's a disturbing and funny feeling knowing it's right in back of you. Now, at this point, Hiroshima has been identified as the primary target. Two secondary targets had also been selected in the event of unfavorable weather conditions. The two scout planes radio back information on the conditions uh, you know, cloud conditions, et cetera, et cetera, over the targets. We just received a report that our primary is the best target. So we will make a run on Hiroshima right now. We're 25 miles from the empire. Finally, the crews were in place and it was time to execute the mission. Quote, there'll be a short intermission while we bomb our target. This was followed by a brief blow by below uh, description of the bomb run culminating in the detonation at 8 16. 02 AM for the next minute. No one knew what to expect the bombardier and the right seat jockey or pilot Tibbs both forgot to put on their dark glasses and therefore witness the flash, which was terrific. 15 seconds after the flash there were two very distinct slaps on the ship then there was all the physical effects that we felt we then turned the ship so we could observe the results and there in front of our eyes was it without a doubt the greatest explosion man has ever witnessed he then on the paper draws what he saw Struggling for words at this minute, he finally continues, I am certain the entire crew felt this experience was more than any human had ever thought possible. It just seems impossible to comprehend. Just how many did we kill? I honestly have a feeling of groping for words to explain this, or I might say, my God, what have we done? If I live a hundred years, I'll never quite get those few minutes out of my mind. That's from the co-pilot of the Enola Gay, the little boy mission number one. We did it again, but we did something else before we dropped this bomb because of Oppenheimer because they had seen it and they did not ever want it dropped harry truman knew if we drop this bomb it will mean that uh we'll probably come to an end of this war and it will actually save lives because the the uh japanese had been convinced by the emperor that we were savages and that we were worse than uh their worst nightmare and remember they were uh, i believe the japanese in china were worse than the the uh, germans with the jews they were they just slaughtered them in just such brutal brutal ways um they were just they weren't people just like the germans didn't see jews as people But because oppenheimer saw what could be done and all of the scientists involved knew the destructive power they made truman a deal you can only drop this if you warn the people and so if you're watching blaze tv pat will hold up uh how many do you have one or two i have two
1: uh, one the okay. first one is the are the planes dropping bombs on one side, so like a yes. photograph of that uh and on the flip side of that are the words that they sent to the Japanese, so in other words, uh, this is coming your way, and then they tell them what to do about it
0: right they say we're you're not our <laughs> enemies uh we're picking these ten cities, and in the next ten days we will drop a bomb of more destructive power uh, than is imaginable and please leave you're not our enemy take food and water with you we dropped 70 million on 10 cities before we dropped each bomb 70 million leaflets nobody had ever done that wow. ever in the history of the world but nobody in the history of the world had ever seen anything like the atomic bomb What else do you have there uh it looks like a japanese family on one side yes Um, and And saying the same thing
1: saying the same thing on the other side
0: yeah telling them to get out so we get out of dodge yeah we we have uh we have several uh of those um uh, leaflets and that's not something i was ever taught when i was in school so we drop the bomb and let me show you the first bomb in hiroshima we have do you have just regular coins these are just yeah. japanese coins mm-hmm. so yep. hold those up to the camera these are just just okay just normal coins yeah. like three of them just teeny teeny tiny yeah, they're like pennies or dimes smaller yeah. even than a penny. um yeah so there was that those are the Japanese coins that would have been on somebody's desk or at a bank but there was a stack of coins um, we don't know where but there was a stack of coins at hiroshima all stacked up when the when the blast hit uh, it fused a stack of coins together mm-hmm. maybe and there's and ten of them have, are
1: here or 15 something like that and they're yeah. all fused and they're
0: From the heat all just fused and yeah burned we have the show the regular marble uh pat there was a marble at uh, hiroshima and that's the regular it's just like a big aggie Mm -hmm. right doesn't have an american flag in it but uh just a big aggie now this is the same marble that was within the blast site and it has just been exploded from the inside it's 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 a little bigger inside too isn't it yeah oh yeah Pat yeah it's quite a bit bigger Mm -hmm. and yeah and it just uh, the heat just exploded it from the inside it's crazy looking amazing so Hiroshima didn't work so we had to do it again little boy was mission number one fat man was number two and we dropped leaflets you've never seen the size of jesse uh jeffy he's enormous he will kill everybody in the area um oh no it was a different uh, fat boy uh so fat boy we dropped over nagasaki what most people don't know is the history of nagasaki i'll give that to you in 60 seconds stand by Sponsor of this half hour is Rough Greens. Thomas wrote in about his dog's experience with Rough Greens. He says, I've got two huskies, and I have to admit, I didn't expect much. I thought for sure this was a gimmick, but I'm a believer. I've been three weeks giving them Rough Greens for three weeks, and their fur looks incredible, and the excitement and the stamina is overwhelming. Yeah, if you have one of those little... I don't know if you want to give them Rough Greens. I mean those kind of dogs are not the kind of dogs that i i would hope would have a long life and in my house would have a very short life but um if your dog's already like oh my gosh giving them rough greens could be because it it just reinvigorates them they are playing more they're healthier they're happier Thomas, I had the same experience with uh, my dog Uno when he tried it, and he eats every meal now. It's a supplement uh, um, devised and developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, and you sprinkle it on your dog's food. Uh, It's filled with vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in rough greens. They're so confident your dog's going to love it. They have a special deal for you. They want you just to take a free trial bag of Rough Greens. Roughgreens.com Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833 three g 33 You're going to love it. You get your first trial bag for free. Just pay for shipping. 833-GLEN-33. 10 seconds. Station ID. So, I think one of the more incredible things we have in our collection, um, we have the Bombs Away uh, faceplate from the Enola Gay, um, given to a gentleman from uh, Captain Tibbetts years ago. Uh, and he described watching the light right above the Bombs Away. But we also have something from uh, Nagasaki. Nagasaki was the second city to be hit. Most people don't know Christianity was banned in Japan up until about 1900. Nagasaki was the hideout for Christians. Uh, It had become the underground Christian uh, area of Japan. And when they made it legal to be Christian, uh, they built a giant Catholic church, a a, a cathedral there. That cathedral was only about a thousand yards away from ground zero. If you look for it online, you should, you should look for it. It is incredible. You look for it online. It is a massive cathedral. They were in prayer uh, and having mass at the time uh and it was really pretty much completely vaporized you can see where one of the towers kind of was but everything else is just gone there was a bell in the bell tower it survived and uh it is now in the remembrance park in nagasaki and i believe they ring that bell uh every year as a reminder There was one other bell that survived that same church and it's a lot smaller and I'm doing our investigation on it right now. So we're not sure if this is accurate, but we believe this was, uh, one of the communion bells. So when communion would be, uh, served, it would be rung. The bells uh, would ring. And this is one of the bells. This is the only other bell that survived from that church. Can you read what it says on it? Uh, Angelus Nagasaki. Yeah, and it's in Japanese on the other side. And it is uh, stained, they think, from the blast. Would you hold it up and ring it, Pat? Yeah. Uh, It doesn't have a ringer, so. Oh, did you guys take out the ringer? Uh, I put the ringer in. Yeah, no, JP, no get, go get the ringer, would you, and put it back in. I know we don't want to ring it very often, but I think it's yeah, I think it's appropriate comes. as we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: all right, you know how to put that in there.
0: This was I've tried to get that bell for fifteen years.
1: Still rings even after uh, having been through an atomic blast. Pretty
0: amazing. Yeah. Mm. And by the way, uh, the reason why I'm not holding these up or showing them or even in the room is we haven't had any radi- radiation check on it yet. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, no, that helps. So I'm that sure, helps. Pat. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure it's fine.
1: <laughs> it's fine. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, we don't actually, we have not done a Geiger counter test. We just all assumed. Yeah, oh, these fine. things. We should. You're fine. <laughs> of course. What was it? They always Who's got set? a Geiger counter. You'd have to. You'd
1: have to vacate the area for ten thousand oh. years before things are not radiated yeah. anymore. It's been what seventy. Right. That's pretty close. <laughs> it's That's pretty, pretty close. close. And we
0: washed it. <laughs> you're wearing. You're yeah, wearing i got clothes, rubber on. gloves. <laughs> yeah. So stand so. up and look at your chair is there an x-ray <laughs> burned into your chair <laughs>
1: <laughs> big outline of my butt cheeks uh, on
0: the chair yes uh-huh. yeah is not that great That's... you know it's <sighs> what's so amazing is those of us who are older and grew up <laughs> in the era of the cold war and the bombing and and everything else and our uh, my parents and grandparents remembered the bomb there was a healthy respect for the danger of that kind of weapon. Now it just seems to be like, hey, they might use nuclear weapons. And nobody seems to really talk about the grand effects of using a nuclear weapon. It's a little disturbing. Maybe we should, maybe we should take our kids to Oppenheimer and uh, make sure they understand the ramifications. The Glenn Beck Program. Would it surprise you to know that you've been doing this whole car thing wrong the entire time? Owning a car, oh sure, it's all fun and games. Until you put an eye out with it. and gets really expensive as the repairs come, which is usually right after the warranty expires. And that's too late to do anything about it. And all laughing until somebody's running with a stick. Car Shield can take that worry off your plate uh, because they offer affordable protection plans to fit every budget and cover more parts than ever before. And you're going to want them when those costly repairs are needed. Believe me. Uh, remember, they will happen. So count on CarShield to take care of you. When your car breaks down, you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast to coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement at no cost. Just lock in your price today and it will never go up. CarShield, dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get CarShield like I have, 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. Lock in your price. It'll never go up. carshield.com slash Beck. Check out my show,
1: Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9, Eastern Live, or anytime, anywhere you get your podcast.
0: Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I just got the translation of that leaflet. I wanna read Mm -hmm. it to you. This is the leaflet. We dropped 70 million of these leaflets uh, on the Japanese. And I said 10 cities, it's actually four cities we did it with. Read this carefully as it may save your life or the life of a relative or a friend. In the next few days, the military installations in four or more of the cities named on the reverse side of this leaflet will be destroyed by American bombs. These cities contain military installations and workshops of factories which which produce military goods. We are determined to destroy all of the tools of the military clique which they are using to prolong this useless war. Unfortunately, bombs have no eyes. So in accordance with the American well-known humanitarian principles, the American Air Force, which does not wish to injure innocent people, now gives you a warning to evacuate the cities named to save your lives. America is not fighting the Japanese people. It is fighting the military group, which has enslaved the Japanese people, the people which America will bring free, the people from the oppression of the military and mean mean the emergence of a new and better Japan. You can restore Mm. peace by demanding new and good leaders who will end this war. We cannot promise you only these cities will be among those attacked, but at least four will be. Heed this warning and evacuate these cities. The list of doomed cities printed on the opposite side, uh, Amorari, uh, Hiroshima, uh, Ag- Agi, whatever, I don't know all these names, uh, Nagasaki. Uh, underscored cities uh, were bombed with high explosives and incendiary bombs on the night of 28, 29, July, 1925. Um, then it goes on, uh, then it goes on to talk about our destructive power um, and what we are, uh, the bomb that we will be dropping uh, within the next 72 hours. I mean, we just, holy cow, um, systematic destruction will continue as long as you blindly follow your military leaders is placing you at the very brink of extinction. It is your responsibility to overthrow the military government and save what you have left of your beautiful country. We urge you to evacuate these cities. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty, pretty incredible. Do you know Mm. anyone, anyone that has ever done this ever?
1: No. No,
0: but it's pretty either. unheard
1: of in the, in the midst of a war like this, when we were, you know, a little ticked off too at Japan, frankly, for
0: uh, sneak yeah, attacking a little,
1: us. yeah, um, a little,
0: it's pretty amazing, yeah. pretty amazing. But that, that all came about because of, of Oppenheimer and all of the scientists that saw the bomb and went, okay, that's really mm-hmm. not good, mm-hmm. really not good. Do you remember when we grew up? I, when I said we should take our kids to Oppenheimer, I just—I had this—I uh, don't know how to say it, but a, almost a physical pushback from that. I, I was like, "Ooh, no!" Only because—do you remember those awful movies, Pat, that we used to have to watch? Yeah, in, we would have in like school? a yeah, yeah. where they and it was all mm-hmm. about the
1: bombs and oh my gosh yeah it was frightening it was the terrifying. 60s and 70s were kind of scary for kids because scary they do the drill you know they and you'd get under your desk <laughs> like the desk would <laughs> protect you from a nuclear explosion when in reality we, we learned from Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, y- you needed an empty you need a refrigerator, refrigerator for that. <laughs> yes, you know, you to do. really yes, be safe. If they mm-hmm, would have provided mm-hmm, us all with mm-hmm. empty fridges that we could get into, then you understand yeah. it. But under the desk, that didn't work. And I think even what was the name as name of the... kids,
0: we knew that, right? I mean... Oh, yeah. Yeah. When they showed the... I'm trying to remember the name of the turtle. What was <laughs> the name of the... T- Tommy the turtle or... Uh... Anyway, they they mm-hmm. had this the turtle thing for civil defense, and even I knew the turtle is lying. <laughs> do you have a clip of that?
1: dum dum beetle deedle-dum-dum Deedle-dum-dum
0: Deedle-dum-dum There was a turtle by the name of Bert And Bert the turtle was very alert.
1: Tommy and Bert, danger
0: Bert. threatened Whatever. him, he never got hurt He knew just what to do. do. <laughs> He's got <laughs> and cover! Yeah. Yep. And cover! He did what we all must learn to do. <laughs> and you! And you! And you! Duck yep. yep. And cover! Be sure and remember what Bert the Turtle just did, friends, because every one of us must remember to do the same thing. Well, that's what this film is all about. Duck and cover. This is an official civil defense film produced in cooperation with the Federal Civil Defense Administration and in consultation with the Safety Commission of the National Education Association. <laughs> produced by Archer Productions Incorporated. <laughs> hey, Bert, Talk come on cover. Meet uh, He would come out and then he would see a flash and then he'd stick his head underneath the tortoise shell. And I was like, why don't you just make... Why don't we make our desks into tortoise shells, then, if that's the... <laughs> we're sitting under a desk. He's inside. We're mm-hmm. under it. Isn't the whole place going to be either vaporized or fall on us? And I don't think this stupid desk is going to be uh, helpful to keep the roof off of my body. No. no. Scary. At least we'd know where all the kids were. <laughs> oh, that smush there. Uh, third row, second over. That's Glenn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. You know, it's real. it's, I think we're still in the, I mean, I think our kids are probably more freaked out now than we than were.
1: Than we now. were. Oh, yeah. And it was. Yeah. Because at least yeah. we were told, you know, the chances of nuclear uh, holocaust are slim. They're told that climate change is happening right now and it's catastrophic. And if we don't completely change our way of life, we're all going to die. The earth is going to. You know, go extinct with living things on it. It's, in, it's incredible. And that's why you have people Can like Greta
0: Thunberg. Oh, she's great. Uh, do you, do, uh, I mean, think of all of the things they have to deal with. Your kids are being told that life is going extinct. Uh, instinct, instinct. Extinct. Uh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Extinct. Thank you. Going Extinct. Um, You are being uh, your kids are being told that there is no gender, Mm -hmm. that sex is not about procreation. Sex is about fun. Um, So Mm. you can explore anything. There is no truth. They're being told the traditional truths that we have had for thousands of years are garbage or dangerous. Mm -hmm. We're being told that the the Constitution and the Declaration is dangerous where they're they're telling them that the the cops are dangerous that our country is falling apart yep i mean the capitalism what do they have to ha- is evil yeah evil mm. what do they have to hold on to because even if they're a, a little you know warrior it's never enough it's never good enough you're never doing enough. And they can turn on you at any time. I mean, what kind of childhood is this? It's a frightening one. And, and then we wonder why
1: our kids are so troubled. Uh, take a look at what we're doing to them, what we're telling them all the time, every day. The fear mongering, it has to stop. It's not going to, but it, it needs to stop.
0: Well, let me tell you a woman in Houston, cause she's doing something about it. Um, she has been very, very upset about what is happening with Russia and the war in Ukraine. And, um, so she just, she was just online and she's like, look, I'm, I'm only, and I may, I quote her here. I'm, I'm only a sexy girl in Ukraine, <laughs> but I want to volunteer. And probably put out, she said. <laughs> so she has... Just probably, hmm, though? That's so not guaranteed? She, probably.
1: Uh, okay. No, come uh, on. Yeah, she's right.
0: discriminating. <laughs> um, and uh, she she moved from Houston, mm-hmm. uh, and she's over there now in Ukraine, and she posts strip teases uh, during air raid sirens, uh, and photos with rocket launchers. Um, so i mean i think you know we there's somebody who's you know given her all and uh i'm sure people appreciate it mm. pat you were thinking about doing that weren't you i was i was thinking
1: about it my wife yeah. discouraged it uh she said that wouldn't help that really wouldn't help <laughs> and uh, that was a bit bit hurtful frankly you know, it was
0: it was i wanted was, to give my yeah. all
1: and she was like no that's not the way to go
0: i wanted to do the same thing and uh, my <laughs> wife didn't try to stop me she just vomited <laughs> uh and uh, so anyway uh, our sponsor this half hour is patriot mobile at a certain point it is no longer surprising uh when you hear the words do you know what the company is doing now Companies going woke. Companies just completely my gosh. Disney. Whew. Mobile companies are no exception. For years they've taken millions of dollars and pumped them into leftist causes. And you know, we just kind of took it because pretty much felt like we had to. What's the alternative? What do you got not have a cell phone? I highly recommend it, by the way. The good news is there is another choice patriot mobile america's only christian conservative wireless provider offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area and you get it without the leftist propaganda in fact when you make the switch to patriot mobile you're letting the world know that you support free speech religious freedom sanctity of human life the second amendment the military veterans first responder heroes heck I'm gonna go out on a limb and say all of the amendments. Well, exception maybe the one of the the tax. and yeah, women's right to vote, but patriotmobile.com slash beck. That's patriotmobile.com slash beck or call 878 Patriot. Get free activation today with the offer code back. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 878 Patriot. Join the conversation. 888 727 Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're so glad that you're here. We have Christopher Ruffo joining us in just a few minutes. Um, the cultural revolution that is happening in America, he really boils it down. Um, and, uh, we're going to talk to him about his, uh, about his new book and everything that he is, uh, everything that he has done. He is really a warrior out there. We're gra- very grateful for Christopher Rufo. Um, we were just talking about the movies that came out this weekend. Number one was Barbie and I, I haven't seen the barbie movie um i I just can't believe that there's not a woke message in it but maybe there's not maybe it's just fun um then oppenheimer was number two Mm -hmm. yep and that was probably if it was the same if it was the same length it might have because it wasn't very far behind was it uh it's 155 155
1: million to 80.5 million so it was a ways like 70 million behind all right but far yeah. less th- less theaters and it's an hour longer so you get a lot less show. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Sound of Freedom still third. Is that amazing? Uh made 20 million for the weekend. That it's is up incredible. to almost 125 million since it came out. That's unbelievable. And what's great about that is uh, Disney sat on this movie for 5 years refusing to release it. Now their last seven movies I I said it. it is. They've lost almost I a saw billion it. dollars.
0: Yeah, I saw this movie uh, five years ago when it was just getting the final color adjustment uh, and was about to be locked and it was supposed to be um, it was supposed to be released right after that and then the company that owned it I can't remember maybe Sony or somebody they sold it or they merged with Disney and that was part of the package and Mm -hmm. they sat on it they didn't do anything and Why it's clearly a very good movie. Mm -hmm. You might hate, uh, Jim Caviezel if you're on the extreme left, but still there's nobody that saw this. I think that this is, I think this is the pedophile agenda. What you saw come out from Mm -hmm. Hollywood reporters and everybody else that, you know, this just, this isn't process. You know, a lot of these kids, you know, they're, that's, that's, they don't want to be taken off the streets. They, you know, some kids are born to be prostitutes. Uh, no. Yeah. It's Man. the only reason I can think of why Disney would have sat on it, that there's just too many people there that are Bizarre. offended by Jim Caviezel mm-hmm. and uh, and think that this is not a real issue. And there's there's two Excuse Disney me. projects that are
1: in the top ten. Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny, which is at $159 million so far. It cost 400 million to make and promote. 400 Jeez. million. Uh, that's going to be one of the biggest money losers of all time. And then you have Elemental which cost the budget alone was 200 million, then you add another 50 to 100 million on top of that, and it's only brought in 137 million. So they are losing money hand over fist. It just shows their agenda is the most important
0: thing to them. They don't they don't care. And that Cavizel movie that cost what? I 14. Think seventeen million to make. Fourteen, 14 million. million. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, amazing. I mean, I, I helped raise mm. the money. We were we were out, you know, oh, picking yeah. cans and and going to rich people's houses, and then. I mean, I probably shouldn't admit to this, but then holding them by their ankles and shaking all the coins out of their pockets. <laughs> uh, so that was, uh, that we, and every single dime of that was, you know, really used well. Yeah. And look at it, look at it. I can't believe that it is beating Mission Impossible. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty amazing.
1: Mission Impossible, yeah. it's, it's beating it, it beat it over the weekend, and I mean, it's a, I think it's a week. Ahead of Mission Impossible, but its overall take is higher, at 125 million to 118. That's astounding. That just doesn't happen.
0: What What is really amazing is look at the appetite uh, right now. Barbie, I can't comment on it. I'm just going to say it's just disappear fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oppenheimer, the truth on history uh then the truth on good people going in and doing things and then mission impossible the mm-hmm. truth on what's coming the with Glenn computers Bat program